Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 6, Episode 6. Hey, Jeff. Uh, uh, yeah? Do you know what today is? What's today? It's Armin Shimmerman's birthday. Holy shit. It's everybody, it's Armin Shimmerman's birthday. <laughs> Longtime listeners of the show know that back in Season 4... An episode when we were recording happened to land on his birthday, and I saw a tweet about it, and so I mentioned it. And so this is our second Armin Shimmerman's birthday episode. Yeah. Which is happening on the day that we're recording this part of the voiceover yeah, for this episode, the intro. We should be clear, Armin Shimmerman's birthday, when you're listening to this, was months ago. A while, but yes. when we're recording it right now, it's Armin Shimmerman's birthday. And so, here we are, Armin Shimmerman's and birthday I part mean, two. I'm excited. Armin Shimmerman, uh, if you don't know, he played Quark on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. One of the he, best characters on one of the best Star Treks. I hear he's got a new book out. Yeah, he does. Uh, you know, I thought it'd be fun to imagine episodes we wish happened with Quark in them. Stuff we wanted to see Quark do, but we never got to see. In Star Trek? Yeah. Like, you know, Quark tries to introduce, like, the perfect ham sandwich to his menu. And, like, he can't get it right, you know? <laughs> And I would so watch a full he has spin-off. he like hires someone who claims to be like a famous sort of chef who's an expert in human food, mm-hmm. but he's really bad. And it turns out that he's like an undercover, uh, I don't know, like IRS type guy <laughs> who's actually trying to investigate. And Nog gets on to him. Uh-huh. And he doesn't know what he should do because like the right thing would be to like you know. <laughs> but, but the Ferengi two code, right things, uh, yeah, you know, there's you his know, family, and then there's the law. There's the rules of acquisition. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this isn't a Star Trek podcast. But In the very end, though, Cisco eats the ham sandwich and goes on like a long. It's like quark. This sandwich is a mate because Cisco loves to cook. You felt that ham sandwich. Or either fe- that, maybe Cisco you know. knows what the ham sandwich needs, and Quark should have just asked Cisco. This is not that funny. This is fucking stupid. Anyway, it's Armin Shimmerman's birthday. Happy birthday, Armin. <laughs> what happened last week? <laughs> We, we, we did the stole, whole train we sequence. We stole a train. Yeah, we stole the president, uh, who turned out to be a fake president. Yeah, but what we learned is that apparently... Ugh. You sure you don't want to just talk about Armin Shimmerman's birthday? I, let's get... I, we have to lay this out. Okay, so apparently um, the turning on of the communication tower was a nefarious plot to broadcast something on television. And now we gotta go to Timber to the TV station. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to cut the real president off at the TV station, mm-hmm. ruin his broadcast. So we're on the train. We just defeated the fake president. Mm-hmm. And you would think these guards are gonna be looking for us. This train is gonna pull up in Timber. I mean, mm-hmm. where else can it go? It's on train it's tracks. On tracks. <laughs> and drop us off. There's a rider to our contract that basically says you gotta go do this. Yeah, we have to, like, work for Renoa until Timber is free, is what the contract is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, like, the first chunk of this game is, like, about freeing Timber, right? So that we mm-hmm. can, you know, mm-hmm. finish our contract. Yep. So let's do it. Here we go. Boy, that train mission was something. So we're talking to NPCs on the train, mm-hmm. and one of them once again brings up, like, Hey, Cypher and Renoa know each other. Isn't that weird? I don't know why that is. <laughs> Hey, don't you want to know how Renoa and Cypher know each other? Yes. I just joined the Forest Owls, so I don't really know everything yet. No one would tell me. Why is that? The mystery is killing me. And I'm calling it early. Calling it early, right here. Mm-hmm. Because they were fucking boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah, I guarantee it. Oh my god, what else could it be? Eighteen years ago, on the day before the big invasion, there was an all-out hunt for resistance members. Watson Zones' fathers both died to protect everyone in the city. Galbadian soldiers shot them in front of everyone as a warning. Everyone looked away as they were executed, but Watson's own were watching. They saw the whole thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, that's the history of the forest owls, I, I guess. Hey, that would certainly radicalize someone. The entire <laughs> town looks away from your parents being killed, but you watch. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to join the resistance. You know what's funny is, like, this resistance member tells us this heavy story, and whenever we run into, like, Watts or Zone, one of them is like, my stomach hurts, <laughs> and the other one's like, I love porn. And that's, like, all they ever say to us. Dylan glared down at the two of them like they were dirty rats. He had just become president, so to show his power, he took a soldier's gun and shot their father's already dead bodies. From that day on, they decided to carry on with their father's work as forest owls. 
I decided to become a member after hearing that story. What about you? Did you see the clipping on the board in the conference room? Anarchist Monthly used to write special reports about the president. I saw the guy who wrote for that magazine being taken away to the prison. Being in prison for telling the truth. That's downright wrong. Hell yeah. They're talking about this in a way where I'm like suddenly seeing how realistic the like violence and horror of the way that like they were crushed and this resistance came to be. And um, it's also being played to boop, 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 <laughs> boop, boop, boop. I know. The tone of it's so weird. Nothing to worry about, sir. There must be someone in town who knows. Are you ready? Yeah. This fascist depression is so goofy. I know. So apparently there's some Galbadian soldiers who are on the lookout for us. Mm -hmm. And our train pulls into the station. Yeah, the town is on high alert. And a train that's covered in, like, anarchist symbols (laughs) and looks like a punk rock, like, tour van pulls into the station. Maybe they're on that train that says Raiders. (laughs) With the graffiti. I don't know. Say, I remember now, sir. I think the TV station is located behind a building called Timber Maniacs. The Timber Maniacs is a building? And a magazine? Is that the magazine's, like, offices? Maybe. Please head in that direction, sir. I hope you find it. So Watson Zone drop us off here in Timber and, like, go back out on the train to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they tell us, like, the TV station is, like, in the direction of the Timber Maniacs building. Mm-hmm. So we start heading through Timber. Which, the Timber Maniacs building, we're finally going to figure out where Timber Maniacs is published. Mm-hmm. What? Random encounters here now. Okay. What you got for me, dude? This. This. Just fighting our way through the town and enjoying the music. Hell yeah, keyboard. <laughs> yeah, for real. Fuck yeah. <laughs> they got the keyboardist who worked on the TV show Taxi. Anyway, we talked to an NPC who is selling a couple of items, including a map of the town. Not for sale. What the fuck? But I'll show it to you. What? What? Uh... Ah! The map that this person shows you is just a jumbled mess of words. It's, it's a proper it's word map. It's literally written in, like, ASCII, like the ASCII. <laughs> it's fucking impossible to read. It's a, blocks all over it. It's like they took something from, like, a GameFAQ walkthrough where they had to, like, use text to draw a map. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's such... It hurts my eyes to look at. So it's not for sale, but she'll show it to you, and it's just like, the, I hate the it. The least helpful thing it. ever. My brain... What? My brain. What? My brain. Is this the key? What? Wait. My brain. What? What am I fucking looking at? Uh, Is this a map? I drew it myself. You should understand, huh? Same person's got a couple other items for sale. Naughty Naughty magazine. I can't sell naughty magazines to underage kids. We're not even 18 years old. The The only thing this thing sells is naughty magazines. Is this guy just, like, sitting outside with a table with, like, six random things on it? You know, like, (laughs) when you're just, like, walking around. And being like, none of these are for sale, I think. And some of them, he's like, I'm not selling the porno. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) It's like if you went to, like, a tourist town and someone's like, oh, come into my souvenir shop. And you go in and it's just a porno store. They're like, we have dildos. We have DVDs, like whatever souvenirs you want to remember the town by. The dildos say our town's name on them. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can get a dick with like your initials on it. It's the only thing this shop has. Well, Zone is a regular here. I sell them to him sometimes. He was looking for a book called Girl Next Door. <laughs> you should tell Zone if you ever find one. Wait, remember we found that, that other magazine in Zone's room and it was like... No, that was in Zell's room. Oh, okay. But it said Timber right. Maniac Zell's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. By the way, this porno thing is all part of a side quest later. <laughs> a very small one, but this is a clue. Anyway, we make it to the Timber Maniacs entrance. Inside the Timber Maniacs. Yeah, they have a magazine. Hey, what's up? What can I do for you, buddy? I'm gonna take a look around. Okay, go ahead. 
can you do this at any newspaper office? Just walk in and the receptionist will be like, hey, wh- what can I do for you? And you're like, I'm just going to poke around your offices. And they're like, go ahead. Well, this place really has the vibe of like a like a crusty alt-weekly, you know? Like mm-hmm. there's like four people who work here. Mm-hmm. They obviously have seen better days. There's just magazines on the floor. I was going to say, scattered the around the hallway <laughs> are a bunch of magazines, which I thought I checked every one of, but I, I think I missed one. Yeah, that'll way come back later. later the game we come back and you're like but there's like a bunch of yeah magazines on the floor (laughs) a lot of old magazines hey these are the battle series i've read all of them oh cute boys like you are always welcome here god i fucking knew it was better to be a cute boy (laughs) just look around my whole life they said it didn't matter but i knew it did issue of Timber Maniacs. We finished reading it. Maybe if we find every issue of Timber Maniacs, something happens? I have no idea. Oh, you're looking around? Is there anything you want to know about Timber Maniacs? So now we're talking to the head editor of the paper. Mm Mm-hmm. And this guy's got a lot to say. Yeah. He's, like, lamenting that, I guess they publish a bunch of magazines, and he's like, back in the day, we made, like, badass magazines, and now we just make, like, Battle magazines, whatever that is. It used to be like Big Brother. We're not Big Brother. What's the name of that fucking magazine? Big Brother. It is Big Brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're like, we're sold now, out. Now we're like Trans World. <laughs> okay. Well, as you know, the name of the company is Timber Maniacs. We're a publisher that was established 20 years ago. Are they like Wizards of the Coast? We used to publish a magazine called Tim Manny, for short for Timber Maniacs. Oh. It was a compilation of freelance writing, letters, reports, etc. Okay. The majority of the fans wanted to become journalists. I joined the company because I wanted to become an ed- editor for Tim Manny. But times have changed. <laughs> wow. Now the only things that sell are books like Battles, the Battle Series. It's so sad. I've lost my will to work here. He's going to go on forever. So as this guy starts rambling on about, you know, his past life, Squall's mm-hmm. like, man, adults, they just won't shut the fuck up. Wow. <laughs> this is so typical. Adult. The fact that we are not a... We're, we're teenagers young, we're is crazy. Kid. We're a kid compared to this guy. But, like, we're not even 18. Look at us. Adults <laughs> reminiscing and taking on, talking on and on about the things they couldn't do or didn't do. I'll never be like that. When I grow up and become a I hate it. A word of advice, you're still young. Don't let your life pass you by. Fuck. Come again. So we leave the Timber Maniacs building and continue exploring the entire town. I think we forgot that we were supposed to go to the TV station behind the Timber Maniacs building. Well, no, like it, to figure out how to get there, like people have clues okay, for you. Yeah. You gotta like go, like all this stuff is on the way. So we walk into somebody's house. Yeah, the most dysfunctional household ever. Like this place, everyone in here is fucked up. Hey, fight a lot, but my parents totally get along. I can't wait to meet a great guy I can scream at. And exchange blows with. Sounds like a really healthy thing is going on in this house. Oh, maybe she likes screaming and punching. Yeah, some people like that. Let's see, there used to be a way through the back alley of this house. Oh, really? The pub was built around that time they stopped broadcasting. Okay. We haven't used the back alley too much since then. Why haven't they? Why don't you look through the second floor? 17 years? They just stopped using radio waves. Okay. They use cable now. Alright. High definition cable. So like the woman who owns this house tells us we can see the back alley we need to get to, like from the second story window. Mm-hmm. So we go upstairs where her like two delinquent children are like running a scam where they charge you to look through the window. I don't know how many people are walking through the house. They blame it on the cat, but that doesn't matter. Well, look, I mean, that's like the the misdirection, right? I mean, they're young. They're new at it, but they're like one of them. One of them is like, hey, watch me juggle while the other one picks your pocket. Hey, kids, look out the window. Take a look. So there's a safe point down there. I'm like drunk guy. Ooh. And a cat. And a cat on a ledge. Not sure what I learned from that. Me either. So their mom comes upstairs to reprimand them for pickpocketing us, basically. Mm-hmm. How many times have I told you not to take money from people? I'm gonna yes. beat your fu- Wow, she spanked it. She spanked it. Oh, I reduced the price from a thousand gildo. It's not about the money. I didn't raise you this way. (laughs) You're a disgrace. (laughs) You're a disgrace to my name, and I never want to see you again. I want to pay you. (laughs) Well, 
That voice really did something in my throat that made me need to cough. So we leave the house knowing where the alley is. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, is like, everyone's like, we got to figure out how to get to the alley. The only way to get to the alley is the only way to go. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we make it to the front of the pub where there's a couple of Galbadian soldiers out front. Mm -hmm. Yo, better ease off a little. These timber hicks hate us enough as it is. Let's stomp these fucking pigs. Let's get them. Fuck yeah. Where are we going to meet Laguna? In the game. I feel like those, that stuff that happened before this, right? Maybe, yeah. So we beat the soldiers and enter the pub. Yeah, and in the pub there's like, you need to get through the back door, but there's a drunk dude sitting in front of it, uh -huh. and I guess you can't like move him or ask him to move. You gotta figure out what <laughs> he way. wants yeah. to get him to move. A drifter is in here. I've had enough of this city. I came from yeah, the side of this pub has a TV that's like displaying a photonegative cat that morphs into another face. It, it looks, it's like a neon Cirque du Soleil mask that's like morphing between one and another and it just goes back and forth. Had my precious card stolen, this hasn't been my day. Oh shit, who stole, stole your card? And how do we play Those it? jerks. They think they can use brute force to kill their want. Everything's jacked up because the resistance tried to kidnap a president. Thanks to them, the trades have stopped. There's Galpadian soldiers all over the place. All because of them. Don't yeah. understand. I'm the one suffering from my reckless actions. Good and bonin, good for nothing, blah, 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 blah. Hey. What was you? Don't understand anything. The resistance is fighting for Timber's future. Renoa stupidly decides, like, oh, I I'm should gonna engage with. I this? should engage with this <laughs> wasted guy who can't stand up and can barely. But speak. he made a point that I think deserves a little bit of a of a pushback. They're all doing the best they can. It's the Galbadian soldiers and their leader who are at fault. So we go over and talk to the bartender here. I'll talk to you. How to distinguish the drinks? Well, to make it short, labels are red, green, or yellow. They're either sweet or bitter. What? Okay. Mm, you want to know more? Well, let's see. Red labels are cracker and mimics. Green, green labels, labels are Tantel and Reagan. These are names of greens. But these are drinks. Okay. For chocobos. Yellow labels are Curiel and Silcus. These are all types of things for you. Greens for Chocobos from FF7. The sweet ones are Tantal. What the fuck? Oh god, the bitter ones are Cracker, Reagan, and Silcus. Oh, there's some kind of word puzzle. There's a logic puzzle going on here where some things are some things and others are not others. And they're but others. there's a Venn diagram yeah. of things, and if you can pick the right thing. Hunter, you want to go through the back alley? Might be a little difficult right now. He's being pretty stubborn. The guy throws a fit when you try to move him from that. Unless this <coughs> drifter is in our way. Okay. Where's your card? We need your card. Observe. Oh, this stuff stinks. So we're picking up heavy vibes of annoying puzzle to get this drifter out of the way. Annoying puzzle vibes. Drinking from a bottle with a red label, okay. he looks quite drunk. We need to find out what his drink is. Cocktail. We need to get through. Jeez, now I'm getting dissed by some punk. Owner, give me another drink. Tell him about the card. Why do we have it? Already have it. Found it outside. Oh, did we kill those soldiers and get his card back? Yes. probably did. It seemed like there was a puzzle, but then we told him that we had his card and he was like, oh, you don't need to do the puzzle. We can keep the card and also get a new card. Oh! Hell yeah. So you don't have to do the puzzle if you give him the card, but then he gives you the card anyway, so why would you do the puzzle? Because I'm very this? confused about if the puzzle was just like a joke to make you go like, oh, fuck, we're gonna right. have to write down colors and names of drinks. Or if you could do the puzzle, because he gives you the card anyway, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you if you saw an old guy drop five bucks and you're like, hey, you dropped this, and right. you'd be like, just for being so honest, keep you it. can keep it. There are two ways to move the drifter. Buy him a drink or give him one of his missing cards. There are six drinks from which to choose. 
but the drifter only likes one of the six. Upon speaking with the woman at the bar, you learn that the drifter likes bitter drinks. Okay, we, I don't think we learned that. Now observe the drifter to check out that he's currently holding a red, a red one. So if you know that it's red and bitter, you can figure out which of the red ones it yeah, is. Yeah, the drifter only likes Reagan. He'll turn down anything else. If you would rather not spend 100 gil buying the drifter a drink, you can simply tell him about the monster card you found after the fight outside the pub. He's so elated upon hearing this information that he moves out of the way. In addition, he lets you keep the card and just gives you another card for kicks. What kind of design philosophy is this? I don't I'm, know. I'm so baffled by this. Like, <laughs> are they assuming that you're going to assume he'll keep the card? So you'll go, you'll bother doing this, like, drink riddle? Or, are, I but mean... I, I guess, I guess. It's better for you to give him the card than to solve yeah, the you, it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You, you get to keep it all the same, and you don't have to spend 100 gil, and you don't have to think about fucking the drink names and their <laughs> colors and what they taste like. You don't have to draw a Venn diagram. Anyway, we moved the drifter. And he's gonna move. Wait, because we found his card, he's letting us We don't move. have to do the drink puzzle. Well, that's good. So we walk into the alleyway behind the pub, which mm -hmm. is the same view that we saw from that window earlier. It's all coming together. Yeah. I mean, you know, for as incomplete as everything is, they really painted a nice little picture of this house and the bar next to it. Mm -hmm. The dysfunctional family <laughs> and the bar owner who's mellow, except when he's with his wife, and then they're abusive, and then the effect it has on their daughter who's <laughs> destined to like grow up to repeat the same mistakes, and the kids who are destined to end up in prison in yeah, the desert. As grifters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we move on. Oh, look at them. They're looking down on That's us. a cool little vignette. Yeah. Or a tableau. Tableau. A tableau. Tableau. Tableau, your tableau is ready. And as we saw before, there's a wasted man in the alley. They got a problem with over-serving at this bar. <laughs> like, inside blocking the door is a guy who can't stand, and right outside of the door is a guy who just <laughs> fell on the ground and didn't get up. Uh, uh... I feel, I feel sick. Think you like too much blog. You play cards? Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, what if this guy makes some boneheaded moves because he's fucking? Oh, you know what I haven't been paying attention to? Nah, he's got. Is the element type? Well, that doesn't matter right now because certain boards will have element types on the board. Oh, right. That's yeah. how that works. Okay. Okay. So we take his card and head over to finally the TV, TV station. We're mm -hmm. getting there. We're almost there. All right. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this music. I feel like it's a way better version of the like. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah, I feel like I, this could be on for a really long time. The, the piano and flare, like, the keyboard flare, really helps. It's just not gonna. I'm not gonna like get like disgusted by this. Like, it's too soft. Yeah. To be too bothersome. Hey, an outdoor TV. I guess on the side of the TV station's tower, they have a big display showing whatever they're broadcasting at that time. Yeah, which right now just looks like um, red some letters, kind of, some kind of code, Com computer code. Yeah. This is creepy. What is that saying? Look, the president's in the studio now, sir. Too many guards now, so we won't be able to storm the place, sir. So Watts runs up to us while we're standing in front of this giant TV and is like, the broadcast is about to begin. Yeah, and we sort of stop to discuss what the plan is. We gotta come up with a new plan now. If the president leaves, maybe the guards will be gone too. Do you think this is gonna be the real president or another fake? I think this is the real one. That's when we do our broadcast. It might not be as influential, but it's better than nothing, right? The rest will spread via word of mouth. So the plan is to hijack the thing, right? Yeah, I guess the plan is for a bunch of 17-year-olds to appear on TV and tell the world, today is the revolution. <laughs> and everyone's gonna fall in line. We don't stand a chance if we take them head on, right? Don't worry about us. We're seeds. Renoa is as threatening as it sounds. Yeah. We'll fight your enemies based on your decision. That's our duty. No, it's true. Like at this point, I would have thought we would have like busted free and seen like a like I would have thought on the first real mission it was like shit's going crazy in the world and like it's like shit's going crazy in the world. But for our characters, it's like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a salary who either gives way. A shit. Yeah. All I gotta do is get my steps in because I'm paid via my Fitbit. <laughs> 
planning session is quickly derailed because Squall and Renoa get in a fight where Squall is extra shitty to Renoa. Act on my decision? That's your duty? Oh, what an easy life it must be just to follow orders. She's talking about what we're talking about. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Call it what you want. All we want is for you to achieve your goal using our help. And then you pay us, also. I find it hard to believe that you can do it, though. Whoa, Squall putting it I down. I fucking hate this, this guy. This guy's such a dick. Like, you know in later ones I hate the main character, like Titus is annoying? Right. But this guy, this like... This guy's like a dick. Sucks. And not in the way that Cloud was a dick. Yeah, yeah. Cloud immediately somehow is mysterious and compelling. Right. I don't care what this guy's deal is. This fucking student? At the Garden Mercenary School. If there is school. not some sort of backstory to him, <laughs> and then it's we're supposed to root for him falling in love. I don't care. Yeah, no, that's gonna not going to work. crazy. Yeah. What, what did you say? If you have something to say, just say it. Yeah, I'll tell you. How serious are you, really? You ready to take the this all away? You plop down on the floor to discuss strategy. On top of that, you can't make a decision without our input, right? Real people How do, you do it I on tables. I, I they wish, strategize at tables, wish, not on the floor. I wish I had not said this. How do you think we feel working for such an organization? <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, jeez. What an asshole. That was rough, man. That was rough. That was too much, man. You know, maybe this was all a big mistake. Thought everything would work out fine when Seed came to help us. But I guess it's not that easy. Well, when you get sent an It's asshole, all been working out fine. You were all hired. It's not like you're one of us. Um, let's see. We'll cancel the plan and we'll disperse for now. I so because Squall was such a dick, Renoa disperses the plan and everybody walks away? Yeah, she's like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> and now the president's <laughs> actual broadcast begins. And I mean, I don't disagree with her. Like, in the middle of this mission, Squall mm. stops... Just to belittle Renoa. <laughs> like, I hate like I hate him. Yeah. I, I think he's a piece of shit, and I don't think he ever gets better, really. <laughs> I did not like that. I did not like that at all. But yeah, up on the giant TV on the wall, the broadcast begins. People of the world, can you see me? Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, this is incredible, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a recording. This is an actual broadcast over the air. Yes, it's been 17 years since a live broadcast has been possible. Wait, is this the president? No, he's an announcer. Okay. If you had a TV that only could receive stuff over the air, and nothing was broadcast for 17 years, would you still have that TV? You know what? That's a great question. Like, are these TVs just kicking on around the country, and they're that, like, that's, it's back! Yeah, it's like, they're <laughs> like, we have to broadcast over the air, or else not everyone will see it, but like, who's gonna see it over the air? Right. It's been nearly two decades. Nobody. This. This is just beginning. Oh, please excuse me. I seem to have lost my composure. We would like to present to you today a message from the lifelong president of Galbadia, Benzer Deli. Ladies and gentlemen, President Deli. Okay, here he comes. What if he comes out and he's that monster we fought? <laughs> Real president-looking president, you know? Greetings, I'm Vincer Delling, lifelong president of Galbadia. Today I stand before you to make the following proposition. We, the people of this world, have the power to end all war. Uh-huh. See? See? It's a peace proposal to the world. I knew it. Selfie, don't jump the gun. Unfortunately, there are some trifling problems standing between Galbadia and other nations, and they must be resolved. You don't say. I plan to convene with other nations' leaders immediately to resolve these problems. At this time, allow me to introduce the ambassador, who will be my representative for the conference. Man, all this just to introduce an ambassador? The ambassador is the sorceress! Oh, shit. The sorceress? Oh, wait. Whoa. Cypher. Cypher is not... Whoa. What the fuck? Holy shit. What are you doing? Out of nowhere during the broadcast, Cypher runs in and knocks over the camera, which continues broadcasting from the side, mm -hmm. and he, like, puts the sword up to the president's throat. The camera fell over. Oh, shit. What's he doing? Oh, and Quistus? Instructor Trape! And then Quistus shows up. I mean, we were about to storm in here and do this, and then we got into, like, a hissy fit fight, like a teenage... Mm -hmm pointless fight about nothing mm -hmm. and decided not to and then immediately afterwards we watched this it ha it happens it seems like stay back wait uh oh yeah stay back <laughs> squall what are we gonna do 
It's none of our business. This is none of our business? Timber team, are you watching? Get over here right now. <laughs> you have permission. I need your help. Oh yeah, you have permission. I need your help. It's almost Irish for a second. <laughs> so that was pretty baffling, but I think the important thing is we now need to go and do the thing we were going to do because Quistus is calling us over. Here's my question. Uh-huh. Couldn't this have just happened on that screen as we were running by, and instead of having a fight that deflates the tension, we just go, oh, we need to get there now. What's happening in there? And run in. Because it's what I, happens would, regardless. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be better. This is one of those moments where I'm like, you don't even have to change like the program. You just change the dialogue. Yeah. Anyway, we, we go in. We should one day take the time and rewrite the entire script and have it like plugged in to the same programming, but like totally. I hate this you game. for even suggesting this. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't just say that and record it. What are you doing? So we run into the building where the broadcast is happening. Yeah, and it's like Cypher has the president like held hostage, and everyone's like, Cypher, what are you doing? And Quistus is saying that we need to restrain him. We need to restrain him. What do you think you're doing? It's obvious, ain't it? He broke out of the disciplinary room, injuring many in the process. <laughs> you stupid idiot! Zell, please, be quiet. You're gonna take this stupid idiot back to garden, right? So Zell starts, like, yelling at Cypher to stop what he's doing, and mm -hmm. then slips up and mentions that we're all from garden. Which the president hears, and... Suddenly, he's like, oh, you fucked up now. Like, if anything happens to me, garden will... blah, blah, blah. I see. You're all from garden. Should anything happen to me, the entire Galbadian military will undoubtedly crush garden. You can let go of me now. Nice going, chicken wuss. You and your stupid big mouth. What, wait, he just said that we're all from Garden, is that it? Mm-hmm. There's so much here to try to unpack. Right. Because first of all, Quistus chased Cypher here. Mm-hmm. And now everyone is like, Cypher, stop what you're doing. Right. But he's doing exactly what we were planning to do. Right. Right? So that's already kind of like muddy. And then we revealed that we're from Garden yeah, to and, the president. And he's like, if anything happens to me, the Galbadian army will crush Garden. But in my mind, I'm like, would that be the case if it was Seeds doing it? Or is it because Cypher's a student? You know, if it's anyone from Garden, even Seeds, then how does Garden operate at all as a mercenary faction, period? Because, because wouldn't they immediately get crushed? You'd think. Like, and Cypher's reaction to this is like, nice going. You revealed that we're from Garden. Now we have to let him go? Is that what he's like? I, yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm so confused about, like, why and how he showed up at the TV station. Like, he knows Renoa, but it's not like she called him on the phone and, and was like, we're going this. to the TV station. No, he broke out of the disciplinary room at the school. And came here, I, I think for a lot of these scenes, maybe what we should do is just discuss what we think might be happening because it's I mean, not, never clear. Right. I guess his motivation here is that he's trying to help Renoa. But anyway. I guess. All you need to know is. I still is, don't understand his romantic dream. Well, he yelled that he was going to explain it to us, but he he hasn't. <laughs> and um, the, the point is, I guess, that now the president of Galbadia is mad at Garden for being a mercenary. For taking him for, hostage. Yeah, for taking, his, okay, for taking him hostage. During his uh, broadcast. And, and all of us are going to act like Cypher really fucked us over by doing this. Even though we were about to do, I'm pretty sure, exactly this. In fact, we tried to kidnap the president 20 minutes ago. You know, I mean, like... Yeah. So being... It, <laughs> Cypher's out of line for doing this for some reason that I can't fucking understand at all, no matter how hard I think about it. And anyway, it's about to not matter at all, because what's about to happen is fucking bananas. Take care of this mess, instructor and Mr. Leader. Squall's Mr. Leader. I guess. Mr. Leader was my father. I am here to announce I'm king of the world now. <laughs> Squall goes up and fucks around at the microphones after that moment. So we walk into the next room and Cypher still has his sword around the president's neck and everything is all purple. Mm-hmm. 
and some uh, mysterious music kicks on, and like a portal opens. Here's oh, the bad guy. Here's the sorceress. Yeah, out of the portal comes the sorceress. Yeah, she can only be described as a sorceress. I mean, she's got like a feathered coat and, uh, you know, weird thing on her head. She came here with magic. I guess she showed up here because she was about to be introduced as the ambassador by the president. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, am I not going on TV? <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor boy. Mm. She starts talking to Cypher. Stay away from me. Such a confused little boy. Are you going to step forward, retreat? You have to decide. Stay back. The boy in you is telling you to come. The adult in you is telling you to back off. She conjures up a little bit of light. She's doing something. She starts doing some, like, mind fuckery on him. She's like, you're thinking this, but you desire this, and I'm going to confuse you. You can't make up your mind. You don't know the right answer. I think she cast Confuse. You want help, don't you? You want to be saved from this predicament. Shut up! Don't be ashamed to ask for help. Besides, you're only a little boy. You're what, 14, 13 years old? Look at you. I'm I'm not. Stop calling me a boy. You don't want to be a boy anymore? I'm not a boy! So she's gonna brain fuck him. No, she's gonna bar mitzvah him. He's gonna become a man. Come with me to a place of no return. Bid your farewell to your childhood. Cypher lets go of the president, and the president takes off running. Mm-hmm. He's waving goodbye to us. Whoa. And then, in a trance, Cypher and the sorceress walk into the portal and disappear. And right at that moment, Renoa walks into the room. Hey, guys. Where's Cypher? We don't know. He'll be okay, right? What do you care? You love us. We've seen the cover of the game. You're gonna fall into our arms, not his. So as we're leaving, Renoa explains to us that they found our train base and destroyed it, which I'm now thinking like, of course they did. <laughs> they found our base, it's completely destroyed. Yeah, you follow the tracks. Exactly, and you're there. like where can it go? <laughs> and everyone else? They're fine, they're good at escaping. <laughs> they're good at escaping. We have to stay away from Timber for a while. Is there a safe place you can take me? This is an order. An order from your client, remember? Alright. You can stay in my dorm room. This way. So we go back to the house where the lady who likes fighting with her husband is. But this time for plot reasons. She's the leader of the forest foxes, so everyone has their own, like, four-person gang of resistance fighters. (laughs) (laughs) Almost everyone's a resistance member in this town. But right now, we're the only ones that are really active. I still don't get it. What did Cypher come here for? I think he came to help us. The forest owls. I talked about it a lot with him, so please don't think too badly of him. You dance? What is going on? Upstairs, hurry. I think there's, like, guards coming to look for us. So we go upstairs to hide from the soldiers, and Renoa is like, I hope Cypher's okay. And all of us are like, we fucking hate that guy. (laughs) Wonder if he's all right. Who gives a fuck? What's gonna happen to Cypher? He may already be dead. That would be cool. How can you be so casual? I feel sorry for him. I still hope he's alive. Think what you want. You think they're brother and sister? Like, if they're boyfriend and girlfriend, it feels too obvious. I mean, like, I'm not expecting the most subtle storytelling from this, but I, they could be brother and sister, but I mean, they don't really look similar. Well, then why aren't they telling us what they are? Because they want us to feel like, but I want her to like me. What is she to him? What's the, I'm jealous. Jeff, I'm jealous. Ugh. I'm jealous of Cypher. It's moments like this playing this game where I really feel weird being a 33-year-old playing it rather than a 17-year-old playing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just realizing the big central mystery right now is who does Renoa like? You're mean. He is mean. Meanie. <laughs> What's up, Sophie? I want to go home. Yeah, me too. Dot, dot, dot. Seems like everyone's tired. So what's your plan? <clears throat> Walk out of here? I guess. Any thoughts on where to go? Where should get out of here first? Oh, getting out of here is only the first step. So it seems like the soldiers are gone for now and we gotta figure out our next move. What do you mean? 
Garden Code, Article 8, Line 7. It's seven. Event that returning to the assigned garden is not possible. Report to the nearest garden. We realize protocol states that in this circumstance, go to the nearest garden, not just go back to Balam, but find the nearest garden, which is going to be Galbadia Garden this time. Very good. From here, that would be Galbadia Garden. Isn't that where we came from? Or no, we were at Balam Garden. Okay. Yeah, Balam Garden. We can take the train from here and get off at the station called East Academy. From there, we have to go through the forest west of the station at the Galbadia Garden. I've been there several times. We should be okay. Okay. On our way to the station, out in front of the Timber Maniacs building, we run into a Galbadian soldier who it turns out is Watts in disguise. It's me, sir. It's me. Oh, it's, it's <coughs> Watts. Yeah. Got some info, sir. Timber Station will be shut down temporarily. Mega bummer. It's not completely shut down yet. The last train out of here is bound for East Academy. We're getting on that train. So Renault is going to come with us. We got to catch the last train. Watts is going to gather info, whatever yeah. that means. We head towards the train station. Uh, this way? Renault, Squall, it's me. That was Zone. Oh, Zone? Oh, he's in old hand disguise? Then we run into Zone, who gives us some train tickets. And if you remember Zone's character trait, it's that his stomach hurts. Ouch, my stomach hurts. Just get going, the train's leaving. What is this guy gonna take a shit? I wonder if they were like, in what zone like? I don't know, his stomach hurts. That's his character thing. I don't know either, but he keeps going over and his stomach is hurting. Zone, we're gonna see each other again, okay? What if this guy no matter what, you have to survive. We have to liberate Timber together, remember? I know, I know, I know. I'll go hide in a bathroom or something. Now get going. Anyway, after a lot more talking to NPCs that we're going to cut. Yeah, I yeah, I just want to point out, on our way to the train, we run into two kids who have a lot to say, uh -huh. and then an entire household. None of this, like, has any implication for anything that happens later. It's, it's not a side quest. It's just nothing. Yeah, we're going to spare you that, and we get on the train, and we start heading towards the East Academy Station. This train bound for East Academy will depart shortly. As in immediately. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as I. Open, open, this. open! We angstily walk into the other room of the train where Stealthy is looking out the window. Hey, what's up? And literally singing songs about how much she loves trains. I don't have anything to say about it other than, like, how are these kids mercenaries? Like, she's like a delightful, <laughs> like, teenage girl who's just having fun on a road trip. Train, train, take us away. She's take a mercenary. Away. She's a child soldier. Take us away, train, train, take us away, far away, to the future we will go, where it leads no one knows. Okay, um, sing my train song. There ain't no getting off this train, no getting off this train. We walk up to Zell and we're presented with a very baffling option. Leave him alone or stay put? What is the difference between stay put? Leave him alone. What? What? I don't know. Leave him alone is how you progress. Uh huh? You gotta leave Zell alone. Okay. So after you choose to leave Zell alone rather than staying put, the train will drop you off at the East Academy station on the world map. <laughs> That's so weird. And then we go through the forest or something? Yeah. She said where to go. See what kind of enemies we got around here. God, I wish in the remaster they had mapped the fucking camera to this joystick. Would've been nice. Nice, that looks like a forest. Okay. That looks like a big forest that way. <coughs> I think it's that way. Are you sure? Not I thought she said to the east, and it's a big forest. Hey, wait, look to your right. She said west through the forest. Well, she said you're gonna go to East Academy Station and yeah, go west yeah. through the forest. So all I'm really remembering is forest and east. <laughs> and I kind of remember east, but like right next to the station, like right where they drop you off, is a giant forest. <laughs> so we head for that. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna run around here. For okay. Was I going this way? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you're going straight. So we're battling through the forest, and you throw a potion on the enemy. Where did I toss that on? God damn it. <laughs> Sometimes it's really hard to tell who you've selected. Got a lot of potioning the enemy. I think that might be even worse in this game than in 7. I think you're going the right way. If that was indeed the right way. I don't know. 
What's Here's that? another train station. Feeling kind of lost. On the horizon, we see a building that we think is where we're supposed to go. It's totally timber. It's I just <laughs> I just walked back from the train station. Exactly. Wait, this is where we were. Exactly. Oh, man. That's what I thought. Yeah, I went the wrong way. We took a train, like, not, not, very, far. not very far at all. Northwest, like yeah, this way. This way. Okay. And then... So we really didn't walk very far from the train station to get back to Timber. Mm -hmm. But for, first of all, the encounter rate is really high. Yep. Like every three steps you get in a fight, which mm -hmm. is disorienting. Second of all, when we went into the forest, the camera tilted to looking straight down on Squall. <laughs> so you can only see woods. So walking back to the train station, I, I really have no idea where it is. And it's, it's really close, but I'm like, I don't know. This way? What? Hmm? I thought that you took like a shorter route to, I guess you went through that forest. I did. The map just looked totally different than I I'm just like fucking it. lost, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. It's too <laughs> fucking dense. This game has some dense ass in It does, really, seriously. Man. I love the way this turkey twitches. I think I'm turkey. Sleep <laughs> oh yeah, we've got sleep on someone's weapon, and then if you hit somebody who's asleep, you wake them up. So we're fighting a turkey, just putting it to sleep and waking it up, and putting it to sleep and waking it up. <laughs> what a hellish experience. Wake up, turkey. <laughs> you're, being, you're being, like, put to sleep and then immediately smacked awake with a nunchuck. You're dead, turkey. You guys leveled up, which is bad or something. Yeah, I know. I'm a little worried about it. Fuck, where am I now? Ah! Oh my fucking god. Jesus! <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. Oh man. Come on. <laughs> this is more than any of the ones we've played, right? Like, that, I think like, that was crazy. Wait, this, Wait, is, this is the, the station this we got dropped off. Okay, here. okay. So, There's over there. Yeah, yeah, I think that way. So I know I went the wrong way the first time, so I pick another direction where I can see forest and go that way, which is also not the right way. What is this? And we come across a weird car that's blocking a bridge. Yeah, there's some kind of roadblock on this on this train bridge. I think it's just blocking. Yeah, Galbadian. This is Galbadian soldiers blocking the train tracks. Maybe. Oh, over here. Like okay, I think I see the way. I see the way forward. Okay, good. I think through there, maybe. Yeah, I think that was... I think we were close to that. This encounter rate is fucking bananas. Like, it's like literally two steps. <laughs> it's crazy. I guess I should be drawing constantly? I don't even really... Or running away? I could be running, yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Let's get out of here. We got our blizzards. Yeah, since everything levels with you in this game, I guess it's fine to run? I'm thinking that. Yeah, I think if you look to your right, that's actually the station you got dropped off at. Yeah, that might it have is. Been another station. No, no, that's the same station oh, okay. that we just were at. Okay, okay. Okay, that means <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Okay. Well, we took a wrong turn at the beginning of being left off at that, mm -hmm. that station. GFs are really like personas, you know? They are. Good God. I can see where we're supposed to go, and like it's just like every like two steps, there's another battle, and we're just like inching our way to the destination. Good God! Good God! Oh my God! That's that's too much. Christ. Yeah, here we okay. go. Okay. Good God. So we finally make it to the right forest. And yeah. it's, the forest is like a location that you enter, mm -hmm. not like a forest that you could just walk through in the overworld. This looks like where uh, we were running through as those fucking losers. And yeah, this forest location is recognizable because this is where the first dream where your Laguna begins, where mm -hmm. he's like, we're lost, we gotta find the car. We're not too far from Galbadia Garden now. And like, Selfie and Zell are like freaking out about, is Galbadia gonna destroy Garden? Mm -hmm. And Squall responds with like a shrug, <laughs> and Renoa kind of lays into him for this. You're just a great leader, aren't you? 
Do you actually have fun acting so callous toward your comrades? Seriously, how did we become a leader of any squad when we were in Sid, school? Sid, like, decided that we were the leader. And yeah, Squall is like, you know, Zell is freaking out because he's like, is Galbadia really going to attack Garden? Mm -hmm. And Squall is like brushing him off. And Renoa is like, sarcastically like wow you're a great leader and i guess these fights between squall and renola are supposed to be like sexual tension or something they it, read to me as her being like wow man you kind of yeah it doesn't read like that at all <laughs> it, it just reads like they're not getting along which makes period. her behavior when the inevitable love begins to blossom it's baffling completely insane when when it starts you're just watching it and you're like renola you're better than this. <laughs> Not again. Zell wants your support. I knew it was gonna be something like that. Don't you ever worry or about or even think about the well-being of your comrades? I don't believe I'm relying on others. Man, don't you understand? I mean, where did he get this from? The school should have indoctrinated him into, like, there is no I in team shit. Well, I mean, as we've seen, it, it's unclear what, if anything, the school is really teaching them. Yeah. I mean, on the last day of class, he learned how to use magic. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Renoa's, like, giving him what for, and he's just, like, in his inner monologue saying whatever. He's not even saying it out loud to her. So <laughs> yeah. Is he just, like, staring her down yeah. like a psycho? So. <laughs> whatever. Can we just get this guy on board with changing? Is he already? gonna like change by hallucinating that he's this Galbadian soldier who's not an asshole throughout the game and eventually he won't be a dick? I mean, how long is that gonna take, guys? I'm ready for him to start changing. Are you listening to Dude, score? we're on disc one still. Oh, whoa, whoa. headache is happening. Headache, what whoa. the? He's getting a cloud headache. The sensation. That's what they're gonna be known from there now on is a cloud headache. Yeah, they all start getting a cloud headache. Well, no sooner do we bring up the idea that Laguna is there to, like, maybe teach Squall a lesson mm -hmm. than, like, they all go into a Laguna dream. <laughs> everybody passes out in the jungle. <laughs> well, not everybody. Three of them pass Three out, of them, the others and the others awake. stand yeah. around and watch. <laughs> oh, jeez. Whoa, he passed out. Oh, we're all passing out. Oh, boy. Oh, we're gonna go be Galbadians. It's like a, a dog whistle. Me, me too. Do we have something in our heads? Yeah, so we're out in an open, well-ventilated area, so the being gassed theory is out for, like, why this happens. What's going on? Renoa and Zelzy I think fun. they went to the dream world! What? Wait, so it wasn't a gas, it was like a... noise? I bet the sorceress is doing something to us. Oh, I bet you're right. And that's where we're going to break for episode six, season six. Yeah, we're back in the dream world. We're about to have another little adventure with uh, Luna Ward and Kiros. Lagu Laguna. Laguna Ward and Kiros. Mm -hmm. Apologies. It's, I have a headache. Looney from, Laguna. I have a headache from trying to dissect that last episode. <laughs> but, you know, things are moving along. We mm. finally we walked around a little on the world map. Which, for me, gameplay-wise, getting lost on my way to Galba to this forest was probably the best part of this entire <laughs> play session. It was pretty fun. It was, like, the most fun part to play. Yeah. Man, that TV station section is pretty baffling. Like, well, it, it could have been really cool. I like the image of, like, the way that the camera falls over during the broadcast and it's like, oh, the shit's going down. Well, but, like, it's just like everything else. They, they didn't properly set up the expectations at all of mm -hmm. like what we expected to happen when we got there versus what actually did yeah and on top of that the messiness of like oh no galbadia will be mad at garden now mm -hmm. makes me wonder if like they've ever sent seeds to do anything <laughs> and and you know they f finally did and sid and everyone was like oh shit you mean they're gonna be mad at us for <laughs> fighting them like it's so it's never Weird blown to me. back. Yeah, it, it makes no sense to me. And, yeah. You know, I get that, like, Cypher wasn't on the mission and he shouldn't have been there. Mm -hmm. But he like, broke out of... He broke out of... Yeah, for some reason, he... He, he broke out of the disciplinary room. It's almost like he sensed... And Quistus chased him there, like, ten feet behind him. Like, on foot, I guess. <laughs> like, he runs in and grabs the president, and she's like there too already yeah i mean were they on the same train to get here we had to take a train <laughs> through a channel like it's on a different it's 
Like, Balam is on an island, man. We did see the sorceress, though. We, we saw did. the villain, yep. and it's clear that she's, like, the villain because of how she's introduced. Mind fucks Cypher and takes um, him away. Which, that's, like, the first... So that TV station thing is, like, the first, like, taste. <laughs> Just the first tantalizing taste of the total horse shit that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> but I promise you, I say horse shit like it's bad. This is gonna get way more fun. Oh, it's gonna. We're gonna have so much more fun as One, the time goes on. Once they just like take the latch off that dump truck full of manure <laughs> and just dump it into our car like Biff and Back to the Future. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be way better. I feel like very soon we're gonna start realizing what this game really is. And locking into like, oh, this is how seriously we should take this. Yeah, exactly. Right now, playing it, we're still in the mode of trying to scrutinize and going like, what are they setting up? Yeah, like, what what, what does it mean? What awesome things are going to happen mm -hmm. and blah, 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 which is like a fool's errand because <laughs> there is no way to like guess what's going to happen next. In yeah, this you're game. on a roller coaster that is built in the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're on Space Mountain. And even, you don't know when the, the turns even are coming. The lights are off. You're in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're in the back. So what's happening next week? Well, we're gonna have our adventure with uh, Ward, and then we're gonna get to Galbadia Garden. Yeah, we're gonna do our first real dungeon of the game. That's true. Man, this far into the game, and not one dungeon or dungeon-like thing at all. I mean, you could make the argument that the fire cave is... No, you can't. No. 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 That's a three-screen walk. That doesn't count. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. The I mean, I'm getting gonna... I'm getting excited. Like, the, the, the further we get, I'm actually, like, getting, like, excited mm -hmm. to cover those parts of the game. Yeah. So tune in next week. Oh, shit. And also, happy birthday, Armin Shimmerman. Yes. Oh. This episode was for you. Dedicated to Armin Shimmerman. Before we go, do you want to check in with the computer console and see if there's any messages for us on the message board? You know I do. Logging in now. All right, we're logged in. We are online and surfing the net. I do love slapping that. the board. What the keyboard? You're slapping the board. Slapping gonna the board. Uh, gonna upload some textos. Okay, so the message is from Brent and Justin, and it says, "Hi, you folks. If a no cat style romp through the Shin Megami Tensei Persona universe, helmed by a two person doom gaze band from Mississippi, sounds like a show you'd be interested in. You should definitely seek out Digital Devil Pod." Shin Megami Let's Play. Play is spelled P-L-E-I. On your podcast platform of choice, season one, Q Yaku Megami Tensei Part 1 starts soon or has maybe started already and we'll be posting all kinds of content like maps, clips, screen caps, and a soundtrack of covers as we go along. So find us on the socials at Digital Devil Pod and don't forget to ring that bell. Take care, Brent and Justin. There's a PS here. Uh -huh. We wish Doomgaze as a genre had anything to do with the FF6 boss, but sadly, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, that sounds great. I'll have to check that out. I'm familiar with a lot of metal and shoegaze, but I haven't heard any Doomgaze yet, and I'm very enticed by it. I'm a big fan of the Persona games. Well, yeah, I, I played was, 4 and 5. I was going to say that, too. I'm glad they're doing it, because we get so many requests from people about other JRPGs, especially the Persona games. Yeah, so somebody's and, out there doing it. Yeah, and we're just not going to. So, uh, <laughs> so these guys are handling it. Yeah, <laughs> so that's Digital Devil Pod and Brent and Justin. Thank you so much for that message. Yeah, and thanks for contributing to the audio-only Let's Play genre. Yeah, and let's log off. We need more boots on the ground! If you're interested in a message, they're just $25 a piece. Just email nocappodcast at gmail.com. We do payments through PayPal, so just email us with whatever you want. We'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much to the Patreon supporters. Yes, as always, 
Thank you so much. You're uh, what keeps us going. Yeah, we just really appreciate it, and we're glad you enjoy it. If you're interested in joining the Patreon, you can get the video version, you can get episodes early, you can get free merch. And we also have a ton of bonus content on there. That's and right. we'll be doing providing, more. providing some more this season, yeah. So go to patreon.com slash nocat to get all of that stuff. Follow us on Twitter at nocat podcast and talk to us. Mm-hmm. Email us nocatpodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. go to the Etsy page if you just want to buy a shirt or a mug and support us that way it's pray a great to way us to support if that's the your thing <laughs> set out some candles print our pictures make an altar <laughs> sacrifice a lamb uh, and have that be your iTunes review somehow <laughs> <laughs> and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts <laughs> alright is there anything else if you do sacrifice a lamb be sure to eat it yeah Get use every recipe. part of it Maybe ask a butcher for advice. Don't hurt animals. <laughs> Don't do it. Just, Oops. you know what? Don't pray to us. All right, so he, the, here's your dessert. <laughs> it's hot dogs. Again and again. But maybe this time they're like those fancy Korean hot dogs or something right, like that. Right, the octopus style. Or no, just they make, know. you know, better hot dogs over there, you know? Like, they're right. serious about it. Korean hot dogs. Yeah. Maybe we'll start having, like, the Dodger dog or a Fenway Frank. You know what? Because we were complaining about hot dogs. You know what I didn't really think, consider, is that in Japan, hot dogs are probably bonkers. <laughs> so here they are. <laughs> Haley, bring that here. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl.